Hi, Jahan Kuzma from endzoneblog.com's Across the Middle Show. We're going to talk about uh, some of the latest NFL news in action, kind of recap what's been going on lately. The very first thing we have up today is Deshaun Watson and the impact he's having for the San Francisco 49ers. We just saw Watson uh, participate uh, in a preseason game against the San Francisco 49ers. Watson looked really good in uh, that matchup. Um, and maybe the one thing that stands out about him most is the fact that, you know, when San Francisco tried to blitz him, he processed what the defense was throwing at him so quickly, delivered a, sl- a slant to Bruce Ellington and really gashed that uh, defense for a big play. So you have um, all of these great quarterbacks that have that same reaction time that Deshaun Watson showcased on that play. You know, I'm talking about like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, uh, Peyton Manning. Those guys um, can take the snap, which, you know, that takes all your focus uh, when you're a quarterback. You got to make sure the center and quarterback exchange gets done uh, effectively and you don't fumble the snap or the whole play is uh, irrelevant because it's just not going to work out. So the first thing Watson has to do, he has to take that snap and then uh, he has to process what the defense is uh, doing and the events uh, that are unfolding on the field and just the blink of an eye because some of the best athletes in the world are coming at him. So not only does he he uh, do that, he reads like the coverage as far as is there two safeties high, is there one safety high, um, does it appear if they're playing man, does it appear uh, that they're playing zone? He has to distinguish all that on the fly, and then there's the arm talent to be able to convert that throw and deliver a strike, just uh, on a moment's notice, put it where uh only his receiver can get it make it a, make it an uh inaccurate throw all that stuff is so tough to do you know when you think there's really only 15 good quarterbacks in the world i'd say the top 15 quarterbacks in the nfl are good it's such a rare position you know um if you don't have a great quarterback and the other team does you're you're in bad shape just especially at the nfl level you can get away with having a worse quarterback in college and high school because the run's more prevalent but when you get to the nfl and the d-line is just stacked and there's just no way to run against the nfl defenses um you got to be able to throw it to attack uh those teams and deshaun watson gives the houston texans a chance to um maybe at least take the Tennessee Titans Titans spot you know the Tennessee made it last year uh, you have to believe Jacksonville will get in still so maybe uh Houston can come in and win more games than the Titans and take that spot and I really believe that's possible because Deshaun Watson is better than Marcus Mariota um, Watson's going to have a chance to be one of the, the brightest young QBs in the league. He already is, but like he has to take just the, the potential and really step up and solidify himself this upcoming season. But um, he's definitely one of those guys that everybody's got their eyes on and um, everybody knows that he's emerging and is going to carry the torch someday. Just based off what we've seen last year, I think he had like 19 touchdowns and eight interceptions in like six games. So he put up better numbers than a lot of quarterbacks in the league who played the whole season. Um, 
and all those talents were on display against uh, the Niners. I think he only goes like uh, five for eight for like 70 yards or something and one touchdown. But you can just see the poise when he's in the pocket. Um, he knows where to go with the football. Uh, he just conducts the offense uh, so uh, effortlessly and commands it. And just everything you really want in a quarterback Everything we saw at Clemson, you know, pretty much translating over. Remember, he slid a, slid a little bit in the draft, too, and kind of unfairly was looked over. Really proven uh, that the NFL scouts got it wrong with him throughout that whole draft process. And Deshaun Watson, you know, the future is definitely bright. The The challenge for him, obviously, is staying healthy. Um, I think this was the second time this past year that he's tore his ACL. So he has a little bit of a track record as far as uh, banging his knees up go and tearing ligaments in his knee. Um, and he really he, he just has to stay healthy because as far as a talent standpoint goes, it's very uh, special. He's on another level. And he's going to bring a spark to this club if he plays all 16 games. I don't see him regressing and coming back to earth. Uh, I see him staying maybe not quite as explosive as he was a year ago just because he was just so on fire during that time. But he's definitely going to be just under that. Still a very, very good player. And maybe he gets back to that just... uh we talk about catching lightning in a bottle with a player. Maybe he can catch lightning in a bottle and be that five touchdown, uh, five touchdown a game type of type of player. Uh, that's not going to be easy, but obviously this guy is uh, a special and unique talent. So keep an eye out, out for Deshaun Watson. There's no ceiling in sight. Um, the next topic we're going to talk about is Jacoby Brissett. Apparently, the Seattle Seahawks offer the Indianapolis Colts a trade for Jacoby Brissett. It was actually a second rounder. And for some reason, um, the Indianapolis Colts decided to pass on that deal. Now, uh, remember, the Colts traded Philip Dorsett for Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett was actually a third-round draft pick by the New England Patriots. So, he, obviously, his value appreciated a little bit. And I don't know why uh, Indianapolis didn't capitalize that and strike uh, when the iron was hot, trade him for a second-round pick. You know, if you, you have a guy that was a third-round pick and you can get a second-round for him, that's that's a good deal for you. Now, obviously, they like what he brought to the table last year. They like him in the backup role. Jim Irsay even said he believes um, Brissett is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. But at the same time, uh, Andrew Luck's coming back. And if he just sits in a backup role behind Andrew Luck, uh, his value is going to plummet. So I, I don't think that was the best move for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, obviously, there's still some uh, concerns as far as Andrew Luck's health goes, and we don't know if he's going to be able to hold up for all 16 games. So maybe that would be good uh, to keep Brissett. Obviously, they're keeping him as like an insurance pol- uh, as an insurance policy for Andrew Luck. And... I just feel like uh, that's not the right move. The Colts need to turn things around. And even though Jim Ursay wants to keep uh, Brissett, you have to take risks 
to turn things around and get things back on track. Not just risk, you have to take calculated risks. And this was uh, just the right opportunity for them. A second round pick, that's a nice pickup uh, for Jacoby Brissett. And not only that, you could use the Seahawks' interest as leverage. You know they want Jacoby Brissett. You know they're willing to pay uh, substantially to get him. So why not say, give us a second and a seventh round pick or tr- try to maybe get a six. You really don't want to go too high to really uh, uh, anger them so they don't want to do business with with you. But I think you could slide in a seventh round pick and at least say, uh, give us a second and a seventh and we'll do it. And, you know, you got guys like Chad Kelly who are Mr. Irrelevant, and uh, I think he was the Mr. Irrelevant in the 2016 draft. That's the last pick in the whole entire draft, uh, the last pick of the seventh round. So you can get decent players uh, in today's era just because there's so many colleges pumping out talent these days. It's not like uh, in the early 90s when I was growing up, you know, it was uh, Florida State, Florida, Michigan, um, just all the Texas, all the big schools, Notre Dame, those guys were pumping out talent. Now, in today's era, you just have so many teams pumping out players, you know, like schools like Florida Atlantic, like University of Texas San Antonio. Once all these like uh, other like I don't want to say second rate universities, um, but just these newer schools started to burst on the scene and just offered uh, more opportunities for athletes, just uh, more places and campuses for uh, students to sign up for and go. Uh, that just opened more doors for people, which brought up the talent level in today's era. You know, more opportunity allows more people to develop in those football roles. And I just think that's why we're seeing better players later on in the draft. You got like Tyreek Hill went later. Antonio Brown went later. Um, back in the old days, you know, it was all about, uh, or not too long ago, but you know, Marcus Colston and uh, Tom Brady, I, I said the old days, but you know, like I'd say a decade ago, um, those guys, Colston and Brady were the late round picks. You, you, now you got Hill, um, you have Antonio Brown. Those guys uh, are some of the better uh, players in the National Football League right now, and they went late. So getting that seventh-round pick for the Colts, it could have panned out to someone like Chad Kelly, who could have been a backup to fill uh, the departure of Jacoby Brissett. Plus, you have that second-round pick. You know, the Colts have already done a good job this offseason of stockpiling picks. So I was surprised to see that they didn't pull the trigger on Jacoby Brissett. I know they really like him, but at the same time, it was just too good of an offer to pass up. And they could have went to the negotiation table and countered that with something and tried to get a little bit more. So uh, I just don't know, especially, you know, if luck pans out, like I said, it's a bad move. But obviously, if luck can't go, then um, Jacoby Brissett's going to be a nice uh, safety valve for this team. And maybe luck can go, but he is banged up two or three games, you know, only plays 13 games for the year. And Brissett can fill in those three games and keep this team afloat. That's what their vision obviously is. But uh, a second round pick's just too high of a pick. Just the thought of adding that to uh, your stockpile of picks that you've already uh, been 
building up lately over the past offseason. I just think that was just too much uh, for them to pass up. It was a foolish move. Those draft picks help you out later on, you know. And when you can get a a second rounder, that's a very, very talented football player. And the Colts should have capitalized on that. I'm John Kuzma. That's all I have. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Check out endzoneblog.com. Also, check out our Twitter at endzoneblog.nfl. Take care.